the sweetest and toughest job, a podcast dedicated to exploring the different facets of pregnancy, postpartum, and parenting. My goal is to provide information and perspectives to help support parents in an open and non-judgmental environment. I'm Rachel, and I'm so glad you're here to join me on this journey as we explore the sweetest and toughest job. Welcome back to the Sweetest and Toughest Job podcast. For this last episode of the first season, I wanted to write a letter of sorts to my fellow mamas and also recap a little bit on everything that we've covered. When I was trying to come up with the name for the podcast, I really struggled. How do you sum up parenting in a few words is what I was thinking. Let's see, it's all-encompassing, it's exhausting, it's mentally challenging, it's tough, but it's also wonderful, it's fulfilling, it's rewarding, it's spectacularly sweet. I think you get the picture, the list goes on. My goal in creating this platform was to share information and experiences. Whether you're a parent for the first time, or maybe the second time, or third time, maybe you have a whole brood of sweet babies at home. I'd be really shocked if you could say you have it all figured out. We can all use the help and support, Sometimes just knowing you aren't the only one with a screaming toddler or knowing you aren't the only one up to your eyes in poopy diapers is the comfort that that's needed to get through the day. Especially if you're a new parent, know that you will get through the tough moments and the tough days, that you've got this. It's okay to cry. It's okay to look at your baby or child and think to yourself, I really don't know if I can do this today. It happens to me all the time. It's okay to mourn the life you had before, to crave a night out or night away, but know that it's just not in your cards for a while. I'm experiencing this firsthand right now. With my baby breastfeeding and not really taking a bottle, it's tough for me to get away. I have to remind myself that this is a season and that she's only small for such a short period of time. I saw something on Instagram recently that really spoke to me and I wanted to share. It was a post saying something about whether you're becoming a mom for the first time or fifth time, you've never been this mom before. How true is that? When I became a mom for the first time, it was incredible, but also terrifying at the same time. Of course, it's life-changing bringing a baby into the world. I felt I wasn't sure I knew exactly what I was doing, but at the same time, there was a kind of instinct that kicks in to a certain degree. I've talked about this on other episodes, but my bond to my baby wasn't instantaneous, and I thought because of that, there was something wrong with me. Why didn't I feel this overwhelming love for my baby in those first few hours, first few days? Everyone talks about the sparks flying, that you look at your baby and there's this crazy moment of, you know, I can't imagine anything else in the world better than this little child that I'm looking at. It was hard for me to feel all those feelings. What I learned later is that I very likely had a little bit of those baby blues that you hear about in those early days. I wish I could have talked about it openly, that I knew what it was. I wish I could have talked without feeling like I might be ashamed, because you know what? It's common and it's okay. 
My baby blues quickly subsided, and the overwhelming, all-encompassing love for my child grew with each day. I do remember our first visit to the pediatrician when my daughter was probably two days old. We got to the doctor's office, and as the appointment started, they asked me to undress the baby to get the weight and get her checked out. I realized I had forgotten the diaper bag. What a rookie move, right? I had to sheepishly ask for a diaper, joking, Yep, um, first time mom here, totally forgot the diaper bag. It's those little things and those moments that seem maybe obvious, but you still have to figure them out. As I became a mom for the second time, it was truly becoming a mom all over again. So many things that I had done with my daughter didn't work with my son. Things I did with sleep, things I did with eating, the way that he was even able to be soothed. Not to mention he did arrive at 34 weeks and began life with a NICU stay. No matter if your baby goes to the NICU a few hours, a few weeks, or if it's months, it's an extremely difficult journey. On top of that, going from one to two kids was challenging and definitely something that every parent needs to navigate. Now this third time becoming a mother to my daughter is again a reinvention of myself as mom. I'm learning to adapt and I'm trying to navigate the needs of my tiny infant while balancing meeting the needs of my other two children. I'm perhaps the hardest on myself wondering if I'm really doing any of it that well. How can I possibly be giving them each the attention they need? When I have to let the baby cry to tend to the others, it breaks my heart a little bit. When I snap a little too quickly at my older kids because the baby won't stop crying and I can't figure out what's wrong, I feel terrible. But this is all part of being a mother, and I know without a doubt that I was meant to be these kiddos' mommy, and I will strive to be the very best for them. I admit I am nowhere near a perfect mom. Of course, it's my favorite job in the world, but I would be dishonest if I didn't admit that some days feel excruciatingly long. Especially with a newborn, my body aches from bouncing, rocking, and holding. I look in the mirror and see more fine lines, darker circles under my eyes from waking up every single night at least once, but usually more for the past several months. I can probably count on one hand the number of times I've slept in since my daughter was born five years ago. I'm sure you can relate. And sleeping in is completely redefined. There's no more 10 a.m.s, probably ever. I too have to remind myself that I am so lucky I was chosen to be the mom of my three children, and you should remind yourself too that you are meant to be the mom of your child or children. In those dark, quiet hours, or the loud, chaotic ones where you think, how can I parent today? Remember that you are the perfect mama to your child, and it doesn't mean you have to have it all figured out. Listen, I have ugly cried numerous times, the magnitude of parenting and the overwhelm of exhaustion just taking over. There was actually one day I remember months ago, before we had our third, My other two children were being particularly challenging that day. I can't even remember now why or what they had done, but at one point they were both crying, I mean screaming big cries. I had just reached my limit that day emotionally, and I needed to cry too. So I went into the bathroom alone and did just that. I stood there for a few moments and let 
the emotion take over. I cried that I felt like I wasn't doing a good job as a mom. I cried that I felt I had no control. I cried that I didn't have it more together. But when I let it all out, I felt so much better. A few deep breaths and I think I emerged able to be a better mom. Just the other day, I had the three at home and my husband wasn't home yet from work. I called him and said, "Hun, I just need you to support me right now. I'm in a tough moment. And he did and I felt better. For me, sometimes just acknowledging that this is all really hard helps. So if you find yourself in one of those moments, know you are absolutely not alone. And if the overwhelm is too much, tell a friend, a family member, a trusted confidant, because we aren't meant to do this all alone. Mamas are meant to have a community around us for support. It's the very sweet moments where my infant is looking up at me and smiling, cooing, making the baby noises. My three-year-old or my five-year-old looks at me and says, Mommy, you're the best mommy in the world. And I truly feel that I am in those moments. On this podcast, I want to not only focus on parenting, but also the journey to it, which involves pregnancy. It's nine months of lots of unknowns. What is the birth experience going to be like? What will my baby be like? What will they look like? What will their temperament be like? After giving birth, it is a surreal moment looking at your baby. And that car ride home is one you probably will never forget. Your family has now forever changed. I hope that you've gained a little something somewhere along the way this first season. Whether it's relating to Kate's story on episode two, where she shares her experience having twins at 28 weeks, or maybe you've struggled with infertility and can relate to Kristen in episode three. She openly shares and also provides wonderful suggestions for how to support someone close to you going through infertility or maybe just a difficult time. In episode four, Lindsay very honestly and candidly talks about her journey in finding answers for her son with special needs and the crusade she is on to help other moms facing similar challenges. We've had a series of postpartum-related episodes that I really hope you take a listen to. I personally learned so much from each one of them, but perhaps the biggest takeaway is to be gentle with yourself in the postpartum period. And you know what? Postpartum is not just up until six weeks after you had your baby. Our bodies need at least that amount of time to physically heal, but many changes can happen mentally all the way up to a year after having your baby. And sometimes physically you don't feel yourself after six weeks. I know I'm 10 weeks in and I still don't feel exactly the same as I did before. Maybe I never will. Postpartum mental health encompasses much more than just postpartum depression as well. Something I hadn't quite considered before doing this podcast too is how much my relationship has changed after having kids. Michelle and I discussed this specifically in episode 13. Having a baby changes the dynamic of your household. Responsibilities are needed that can be really hard to navigate. Sometimes it's taking a step back, recentering your relationship with your spouse, knowing that you need each other during, you know, what's a different time. It's a season of life that you're in. Episode 3 and 17 focus on sleep in babies and young children, something that as a parent is super high on the priority list. Definitely take a listen to those if you haven't already. 
As I mentioned before, I really hope you found a useful tip or two or someone or some experience that you can relate to along this journey. I'm thrilled about next season to have some wonderful guests lined up, but I really want this show to be about what you want to hear. So please, please reach out to me. Connect with me. Let me know what you like. Let me know what you don't like. What's missing? What what do you want to hear next? Thank you from the bottom of my heart for listening, and I hope you'll continue to do so because the journey to and through parenting is truly the sweetest and toughest job. Hang in there, mama. Wishing everybody happy holidays. We'll take a short break for a few weeks. Be on the lookout for season two. I'm super excited to share what we have ahead and easy ways to subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss any updates. As always, we'd love to connect with you on social media. We're at Sweetest and Toughest Job on Instagram and Facebook. And a special thanks to Makai Pace for all the original music used.